Welcome everybody to the GFB podcast, God Family Business. My name is Raul Avila and I am your host and I hope you enjoy today's show. Welcome, everybody, to the book club. Welcome. We're going to go ahead and get started with the book club, guys. My name is Raul Avila, and um, and we're going to start with this book. It's called The Book Grit by Angela Duckworth. The book Grit talks about how, you know, that it doesn't take talent, it doesn't take skill, it doesn't take college degrees. What it takes is grit. And what is grit? grit is basically having guts you know guts what does it take to win guts there's no other easier way to say it right uh, but guts is definitely a, a a big role player on how what it takes to win big in life and guess what i totally agree with that i am the definitely the perfect example of that because I have an average IQ. I'm not really like a business-minded person. I'm very introverted by nature. Um, and yet, uh, me and my wife run a very, and our team run a successful uh, financial service business. And uh, one of the things that I know that got me to where I am was was not quitting, you know, which which has to do with, which is part of having grit, right? Not quitting. Uh, not making it easy to just say, you know what, I give up. This is too tough. This is this is too hard. I don't I don't think this is for me. And a lot of people do that. Um, and uh, some of the most talented people, you know, quit because you know, talent talent. When talent doesn't work, then guess what? Then then it's not gonna work, right? Talent. Talent is uh, is great. It's it's helpful, but if you don't have if if you don't have work ethic, if you don't have perseverance, if you don't have good character, then talent is nothing. Like seriously, nothing. So we're gonna start right here where we highlighted the last time, and let's get the ball rolling. Okay, so I'm gonna get started. When I got to graduate school. I learned that uh, psychologists have long wondered why some people succeed and others fail. Among my, the earliest was Franklin Galton, who debated the topic with his half-cousin Charles Darwin. By all accounts, Galton was a child prodigy. By four, he could read and write. By six, he knew Latin and long divisions and could recite passages from Shakespeare by heart. By heart. Learning came easy. In, in 1869, Galton published his first scientific study on the origins of high achievements. After assembling lists of well-known figures in science, athletics, music, poetry, and law, among other domains, he graduated whatever uh, whatever biographical information, uh, information he could. Outliers, Galton concluded, are remarkable in three ways. They demonstrate unusual ability to, uh, in combination with exceptional zeal and the capacity of for hard labor. There it is, man. Zeal, meaning having passion, having passion, and then their freaking work. Uh, they're just freaking hardworking beast. You know, after reading the first 50 pa pages of Galton's book, Darwin uh, wrote a letter to his cousin expressing surprise that talent made the short list of essential qualities. Um, essential qualities, you have made a 
a convert of an opponent in one sense, wrote Darwin for I have always maintained that except ex, accepting fools expect accepting fools, men did not did not differ much in, in intellect, only in zeal and hard work. And I still think this is an eminently important difference. Of course, Darwin himself. Sorry, excuse me, guys. Give me one second. Of course, Darwin himself, mute all upon entry. Uh, Darwin himself uh, was a sort of high achiever and Galton was trying to understand, widely acknowledged as one of the most influential scientists in history. Darwin was first to explain diversity in plant and animal species as a consequence of natural selection. Relatedly, Darwin was an astute observer, not only of flora and fauna, but also of people. In a sense, his, voc his vocation was the uh, observe slightly different than, than led ultimately to survival. So it's worth pausing to consider Darwin's opinion of the, of the determin determinants of achievement. That is, his belief and zeal of hard work are ultimately more important than intellectual ability. I'm going to read that again, okay? Belief that zeal and hard work are ultimately more important than intellectual ability. So it doesn't matter how smart you are. In fact, uh, what I found in business, because I consider myself a smart guy, my personality is very technical. Um, I found out that the smarter you are, the harder it is to win. <laughs> the, I'm going to repeat that one again because it's a fact. These are facts, right? The smarter you are, the harder it is to win in business in business and in life because you're always figuring out ways figuring out systems instead of just you know what let's go to work because i'm excited let's go to work zeal excitement enthusiasm right um here you want a definition of zeal let's double click on this word right here oh come on there we go uh lookup selection lookup selection zeal great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or objective. So if you're just excited and you work your ass off, you're going to win, period. On the, whole, um, on the whole, Darwin's biographies don't claim he possessed natural intelligence. He was certainly intelligent, right? So Darwin, it was intelligent. But insights didn't come to him in lightning intelligence, right? So insights didn't come in flashes. He was, in a sense, a plotter. Darwin's own autobiographies corroborates this view. I have no great quickness of apprehension. So he doesn't learn fast. That's what it means, right? That is so remarkable in some clever men. He admits, my power to follow a long and purely abstract train of thought is very limited. He would not have made a very good mathematician, he thinks, nor a philosopher. And his memory was subpar, too. His memory was bad. <laughs> I could relate to that. So poor, in one sense, is my memory that I have never been able to remember more than a few days, a single date, or a line of poetry. Perhaps Darwin was too humble. But he had no problem praising his power of observation and the uh, uh, assiduousness with, the, with which he applied it to understand the laws of nature. I think I am superior to the common run of men in noticing things which easily escape attention and in observing them carefully. 
my industry has been nearly as great as it could have been in the observation and collection of facts. What is far more important, my love of nature, so his zeal, right? Uh, natural science has been steady and ardent. One biographer describes Darwin as someone who kept uh, thinking about the same question long after others would move on to, to, to different and no doubt easier problems. The normal response to being um, puzzled about some, something is to say, I'll think about this later and then in effect, forget about it. With Darwin, one feels that he deliberately did not engage in this kind of semi-willful forgetting. He kept all the questions alive at the back of his mind, ready to retrieve when he when a relative relevant bit of data presented itself. Forty years later, on the um, on the other side of the Atlantic, a Harvard psychologist named William James took the took up with the question of how people differ in their pursuit of goals. Towards the end of his long and distinguished career, James wrote an essay on the topic for science then and now premier. Um, premier academic journals, not just for psychologists, but for all natural and social sciences. It was entitled The Energies of Men. Reflecting on the achievements and failures of close friends and colleagues and how quality of his own efforts varied on his good and bad days, James observed, compared with what we ought to be, we are only half awake. Our fires are damped, our drafts are checked. We're making use only of a small part of our, uh, of our possible mental and physical resource. There is a gap, James declared, between potential and, and its actualization without denying that our talents vary. One might be more musical than athletic or more entrepreneurial than artistic. James asserts that the human individual lives usually far within his limits. Far within, he possesses powers of various sorts, which he habitually fails to use. He energizes below, uh, energizes below his maximum and behaves below his optimum. Of course, there are limits. James acknowledged the trees don't grow into um, into the sky, but these outer boundaries of where we will eventually stop <clears throat> improving are simply irrelevant for the vast majority of us. The plain fact remains that men in the world overpossess amount of resources, which only very exceptional individuals push to their extreme use. Wow. I'm going to highlight that one. Hold on. The word. Come on, man. How come you don't let me highlight stuff? Something's wrong with my mouse. Sorry, guys. I'll just leave it like that. These words written in 1907 are as true today as ever. So why do we place such an emphasis on talent? And why fixate on the extreme limits on what we might do when, in fact, most of us are very uh, are at the very beginning of our journey so far, far away from those outer bounds? And why do we assume that it is our talent rather than our effort that will decide whether, where we end up in the long run? For years, several national uh, surveys have asked which is more important success uh, for su to success, talent or effort. America about twice as much singled out effort. The same is true when you ask Americans about ability, uh, athletic ability. 
And when asked, if you were hiring a new person, which of the following qualities do you think is most important? Americans endorse being hardworking nearly five times as often as they endorse intelligence. Ooh. The results of these surveys are consistent with the questionnaires that psychologist Ching Jung say has given to musical experts who, when asked, reliability endorse efforts, trainings as, as more important than their natural talent. But when Chia proves attitudes attitudes more indirectly, she exposes a bias that tips in exactly the opposite direction. We love naturals. In Chia's experiments, professional musicians learn about two pianists whose biographies are identical in terms of prior achievements. The subject listened to a short clip of these individuals playing the piano. Unbeknownst to the listener, a single pianist is in fact uh, a single pianist is in fact playing different parts of the same piece. What varies is that one pianist is described as a natural with early evidence of innate talent. The other is described as a striver with early evidence of high motivation and perseverance. In direct contradiction to their state beliefs, stated beliefs about the importance of effort versus talent, musicians judge the natural to be more likely to succeed and more hireable. As a follow-up study, she attested whether the same inconsistency would be evident in a very different different domain where hard work and striving are collaborated. Entrepreneurship. She recruited hundreds of adults with varying talents and experience in business and randomly divided them into two groups. Half, half of her research uh, subjects read the profile of strivers, entrepreneurs, described as having achieved success through hard work, effort, and experience. The other half read the profile as a natural entrepreneur, describing as having uh, achieved success through innate ability. All participants list, listened to the same audio recording of business proposal and were told the recording was made by a specific entrepreneur they'd read about. As in her, and her, as in her study of musicians, Chia found the naturals were rated higher for likelihood of success and being hireable and, and, that, their abil- and that their business proposal were judged superior in quality. In a related study, Chia found that when people were forced to choose between backing one of, one of two entrepreneurs, one identified as a striver, the other as a natural, they tended to favor the natural. In fact, to the point of indifference between a striver and a natural was only reached when the striver had four more years of leadership experience and 40,000 of startup capital. Chia's research pulls back to certain to curtain on our ambivalence towards talent and effort. What we say we care about may not correspond with what what deep down we actually believe to be more valuable. It's a little it's a little like saying we don't care about all the physical attractiveness in romantic partners. And then when it comes to actually choosing whom to date, picking the cute guy over the nice guy. The naturals bias, naturalness bias is a hidden prejudice against those who achieve what they have become because they worked for it and a hidden preference for those who we think arrive at their at their place in life because they're naturally talented we may not admit to other others this bias for naturals we may not even admit it it to ourselves but bias is evident in the choices we make all right so i've been reading for a little bit anybody want to take over from here we are right here where it says Chia. 
So we're in chapter three now. It's up to you. Um, I think we could stop right here. That way we know that we're starting chapter three. That's good. That's a good yeah, book. Yeah, that's really good. All right, cool. Then we'll we'll just stop it right here. Um, what did you get out of this, Jackie? What you just read right now? They're making a hard uh, case for talent is not as important as hard work, huh? Yeah, the, the, I mean the last the last um, sentence that it all she says she that she's gonna argue as much as talents counts effort counts as twice. Um, so, you know, I know in Primerica we say that you know skill work hard work can outwork skill. So that grit, right? That that having the faith in that things are gonna work out. But um, I'm I'm excited to see what she's gonna say about about that um because sometimes we think oh man maybe that person's like super they they know more than me they've been here longer they have a lot of skill but that our founders um have stated that hard work beats talent so anybody that's hard working that has that grit can definitely um outwork the skill So hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. That's that's the one I was looking for. Thank you for reminding me about that one. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, hey, great job on plugging in to book club. Until the next time, next Friday at uh, 9 a.m. And don't be shy. You could read. And um, and I'll see. We'll, we'll see you next. We'll see you next Friday. Take care, guys. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you found this information valuable, do me a huge favor and share this with your friends. Until the next one, may God richly bless you.